Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. There's a proposed plan to cut billions of dollars off the debt of Puerto Rico's government-owned utility and end its bankruptcy. But there's a major problem. Most people hate it. The plan would resolve the Puerto Rico Electric Power Authority's six-year bankruptcy and reduce the utility's $10 billion debt and other claims to $5.7 billion. But those opposed to the plan from the Financial Oversight and Management Board for Puerto Rico say it could increase already high electric bills and contribute to the island's expensive cost of living. So today, Politico's Gloria Gonzalez on Puerto Rico's utility bankruptcy plan in the pushback. It's Wednesday, July 5th. Puerto Rico had been in a major bankruptcy situation to the tune of about $72 billion overall. A federal board was uh, appointed to oversee its finances and to try to restructure that debt. The board has successfully restructured most of the debt, but the government-owned utility, PREPA, is still in debt to the tune of more than $10 billion in debt and claims. And that resolving that bankruptcy has proven to be particularly difficult for a number of reasons. But that's what the Oversight Board has been focused on in the last six months or so. They originally proposed this plan and a, a judge, bankruptcy judge was scheduled to hear arguments about the plan, the proposed plan to cut the deficit from more than $10 billion to roughly about $5.7 billion. But those hearings were suspended because people, so many people objected to the proposal on the table that all sides decided to file a joint motion to ask the judge to suspend the hearings. And, you know, there were a lot of different reasons why people were upset about this particular plan. It did not get much support from anybody. And in fact, it was almost universally opposed by different groups and organizations and the people of Puerto Rico. Yeah, tell us about those concerns. What what are kind of the main issues at play here? Yeah, for people of Puerto Rico, one of the main issues is truly just affordability. Puerto Ricans already pay such high power rates. Puerto Rican citizens pay more for their power than any U.S. state with the exception of Hawaii. And the proposal on the table would have resulted in a significant increase to their current power bills. And so basically almost doubling them for, according to some people. So they just felt like they really can't afford to pay more for power than they already do, especially considering that that power is not terribly reliable, right? We've seen what happens whenever there's a major power plant issue or a hurricane in the vicinity. Puerto Rico tends to lose power pretty quickly. In terms of the, some of the groups that objected to the proposal, the environmental groups are concerned that the money that is generated from the higher power rates is, is going to go to paying off the creditors and funding the current fossil fuel infrastructure instead of paying for the transition to renewable energy. So they have a lot of concerns about that because Puerto Rico does have renewable energy targets that they are nowhere near achieving. Now, the bondholders that 
hold Puerto Rico's debt and their insurers are uh, arguing the opposite issue that they think that the utility can afford to pay more. And they don't think the oversight board, the federal board has any right to force them to take less than what they're owed. So they're objecting for very different reasons. But the the main effect is that all these different groups and people object to the current proposal. Wow. And as far as resolving this, so you report this plan is, is now up to a judge. So what can happen? What are the different options there? And when could we know a decision? Yes. Yeah, so the oversight board is is scheduled to submit a new plan of adjustment. We don't know exactly the details of, of that particular plan yet, but it's uh, there's a lot riding on on this particular plan. Whenever the judge decides to you know, makes a decision on it, there's obviously going to be an appeal. It's a near certainty, as as people tell me, because no one is going to be happy with what the judge decides. But I mean, the stakes are very high for this. If the judge decides to accept the plan then that means the power rates are inevitably going to soar for people in Puerto Rico and and businesses and other entities in in the territory. If the judge doesn't accept the proposal, then it's back to the drawing board for the oversight board, the bondholders, and all the other parties. And to be frank, those negotiations have not gone well to date. In fact, you know, they were at a standstill, declared at a standstill back in May. So basically, you know, the judge could force them back to the negotiating table. And the success of that is questionable at best. Got it. And so what else are you looking out for, though? Yeah, I think it's really interesting to follow not just the bankruptcy proceedings themselves, but also how they relate to the power system more broadly. There's a private company, Henera, is scheduled to take a control of the Puerto Rico's generation assets. There was a, one of the objections that was filed with the bankruptcy proceedings was an objection to try to stop that deal, asking the judge for a preliminary injunction. Like, to stop uh, Herrera from taking control of the assets. Now, the judge denied that preliminary injunction, but the issue is still at play. People are upset about the privatization of, of control of the power system assets in Puerto Rico. And so I expect that there will be, you know, additional objections and more protests related to that. There was a major protest in San Juan last week where hundreds of people turned out to see, to protest the proposal to resolve the bankruptcy. And so I think you can expect, you know, additional protests inside and outside of the court as this process progresses. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. Chevron is developing renewable diesel made with biofeedstock that can help reduce the life cycle carbon emissions of heavy-duty transport fuels today. Learn more at chevron.com.